Hi everyone and welcome to Spill the Tea with Cece. So in today's episode, I really, really, really want to be talking about this thing called selfish. Let's get straight into it. What I want to say is, it's time to be selfish, girl, boy, mama, daddy, dog, everybody. It's time to be selfish. Let me tell you why. It's time to be selfish and why it's okay to be selfish. Because being selfish will get you far in life. There I said it, period, end of sentence. It will get you far in life. And you have to be selfish if you want to go ahead in life. And if you want to make your dreams come true, you have to be a little selfish. And there's a lot of talk about. So let's get straight into it. You have to understand something. When I say selfish, I really want to start this off by saying, when I say selfish, I don't mean like, oh, I am like the best and everybody else is like below me and I'm everything. I'm everything. I'm everything. Good. You are everything. You should feel like you're everything. But don't, 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 don't. Don't step over people. Step over people over the ladder, okay? Just to get to where the fuck you want to go. You can't do that. You, you, you can push people out, okay? People who are not good for you, push them out. But don't be pushing good, good people out. Because then that's going to come back and bite you right in the ass. When you get on top, honey. You got to be careful on that. So, when I say it's time to be selfish... I have to explain to you why it's okay to be selfish. And I have to tell you why being selfless is not a good thing all the time. So, back in the day, when young little Cece was about like 16 years old. You're going to say this with me a lot, by the way. Just a little bit of a parenthesis, you know, kind of going off topic right here. I kind of like get into like this British voice and I just love to act and I love to, you know, have a little bit of acting and I love to do a British accent and I hope I'm doing it right, but I really, really like to do this. So if you ever hear me do anything like this, please, please, please just know that I'm just being my silly little old self. Thank you. End of parenthesis. (laughs) Get back to the subject. So, back in the old days, when I was like 16, even a little bit before, I guess it kind of started when I was like 14, 13, maybe a little bit. Okay. You may like hear me now and a lot of people, oh my God, people who were in high school with me, if they hear me now and they see how I am, and mind you, I don't, I haven't seen these people in like over a decade, um, they would be like, who the fuck are you? (laughs) 
Are you Sarah? I didn't know. No, no, that's not you. You look like her. But your personality? No, ma'am, Pam, who, are, who is she? I don't know her. I don't know her. Mariah Carey voice. <laughs> I don't know her. And they would all tell you that. Because I was so different. And I think, you know, a lot of us were very different in high school. Like, we were not. We were like cute little shy kids. We would always like get straight A's, listen to the teacher and ask questions and hang out with the cool kids and hang out with the nice kids and be a little bit of a nerd. But I wasn't really like that. I was, you know, I was hanging out with a little bit of everybody and I knew I knew the bad boys. I knew the bad gang. I kind of almost dated one of the bad boys, you know. Typical, young, innocent, good girl dating the bad guy in high school, right? I know, typical. This is your typical average high school story. <laughs> That's another subject. That's another subject. So, I really want, like, people who were, like, who would know me now, they would be like, oh, my God, I can't believe that's you. And a lot of people reached out to me. Oh, my God, I really want to talk about this. But I don't know if I should make an episode dedicated to that. But, I mean, I was on a TV show. Oh, my God, I know. In a cooking TV show. But it was French. And a lot of people watched that cooking show. And they were all, like, reaching out to me from high school, okay? And they were like... Sarah, I can't believe that's you. Ha, you are so hilarious and you're so dramatic. And oh my God, I can't believe you were like that. And I'm like, it's always been me. What you talk about? What you saying? What you talking about, Willis? And they were like, no, you weren't like that. I'm like, yeah, because I was in high school. I was very different. I was a little more shy. I didn't like, you know, I didn't really know myself. And that's normal. You didn't know yourself. Nobody really knew themselves in high school. It's normal. You know, when you're a teenager, you don't really know yourself. You start really knowing yourself like in your 20s. You know, even before, like, 18, they say 18 is, like, when you're an adult. In Canada here, it's, like, you're an adult. And uh, in the United States, too. But it's, like, you don't really know yourself at 18. I think that's bullshit. It's like you start knowing yourself. But, like, it's not until you fully hit, like, your 20s that you really, truly, like, get to know yourself. Like, tw- you, I always feel like your 20s is the time the these are your best life years you have to live them to the fullest you have to be selfish this is exactly why i am a i am a 20 something year old woman i'm in my mid 20s okay i will give you the fucking advice that another person who is in the 20s needs to hear and also somebody who is a teenager needs to fucking hear because you are about to get there honey you're about to get there and let me tell you something, if ever my advice helps older people and the, and the older generation, let me tell you something, that is when I feel like I made it, like, it, make, it would make me so happy, and I would be, like, I would be fulfilled, honestly, <laughs> and because I just feel like, oh my god, little old me helped someone conquer their demons, help someone conquer, you know, their obstacles. A little old me helped you do that. That would mean the world to me. So back to the subject at hand, when I was saying it's time to be selfish. And you have to understand that when I was in high school, I didn't really know myself. 
So all these people that were back from high school telling me like, oh my God, you were so good on the show, so dramatic, I can't believe that was you. These people, I was like, I never really knew them. Like, we would talk here and there, but it's like, we never were close. But let me tell you something, like, as soon as high school was over, honey, bye. Like, I didn't want to see y'all motherfuckers ever again in my entire life. I didn't want to see y'all. Like, high school is done. It's done. I don't, I, at my high school reunion, you know what? You know what I did? I didn't show up. <laughs> I didn't want to show up. I didn't need to show up. Like, I don't, I don't care about y'all. Like, to me, high school was done. It was done. And I felt like college was a little bit of like a high school 2.0. And then when that was done, that was done. Like, I don't, it's very rare that like I keep in touch with people that I went to school with. High school, there was only like one of my best friends. She was um, like, I kept in touch with her. Um, But then who else? Oh my God. A couple of people I can name like. I can name them all on one hand, even like three fingers. How about that? So it was not a lot. Um, but yeah, so when I was saying like, it's time to be selfish. It's like, you have to understand after I turned 18 and when I was like in my mid twenties, I started really like fully checking and listening and analyzing and experiencing myself and it's not because I was taught to be selfish it's not because I was treated like a princess at home it's not that it's because I used to be bullied when I was younger and not in high school but when I was like really really young I was probably like eight, I think, not even, a little younger than eight, I was like five, and there was a lot of things that happened, and I used to be very like a tomboy, I wasn't very feminine, and I used to hang out with the guys, you know, you would mistake me, honestly, if it wasn't for my high-pitched voice, you would have mistaken me for a man <laughs> and oh yeah I had a long ponytail maybe that's why people thought like oh my god she's a girl um but yeah that was until like high school until I was like 12 I was very much like that but I used to hang out with the guys and I used to get like I never got beaten up okay but it's like bullied like a little bit aggressive like almost gotten beaten up and let me tell you something I don't like to talk about it but it really shaped me into like who I am because I used to get pressured a lot and then in high school there were things that people were saying like one time I liked this guy you guys when I was 12 he was like the first guy I really really liked okay his name was Oliver and I didn't know back then like A woman should never chase a man. You know, I didn't know shit. I was 12. (laughs) And it was like the first guy I liked. So we were in the same class. We were in math class together. And the teacher was like, okay, you guys got to be in pairs for this project. And I noticed him. And the first thing I did was like go up to him and say like, hey, my name is Sarah. 
and uh, I'd like to be your teammate. I was like, okay, my name is Oliver. Hi, nice to meet you. Na, 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 na. And like, I, you know, I had an eye for this guy. I was very, very bold when I was 12. For some reason, I was crazy how that changed, like when it comes to my romantic life. Now I am, but like, not at first. I let the man come to me because that's exactly how it should be. But back then, uh, uh-uh. and then I, w- I, w- I would talk to him all the time and we ended up like dating. <laughs> so he was technically speaking my first boyfriend, but we dated less than 24 hours <laughs> because the next day, you know what he did, you guys, we were at the gym, we had a gym session and he came up to me. And mind you, he was, I don't know why I always fall for these bad boys. I think this is when I started falling for bad guys. When I was, when I was 12, okay? Like, it, it's, it's been a pattern ever since. I hope, I, I think I broke it now. But I still kind of have, like, I like me a, a man who, like, carries himself with swag, you know? But he's good on the inside. I like that. I like that. I don't like too much of a goody man two shoes. I don't like that shit. But like he told me the next day, I'm sorry, but like we have to break up because when you, when I said like I want to date you, it's because I felt bad for you. Do you know how fucking hard that hit me as a 12 year old? Can you believe how much that hit me? And so I said, oh, it's all right. And I was trying to put up this front. I was trying to be okay with it, but I really wasn't. And I had two of my friends back then who I thought were my best friends. Turns out they were not. And I was like in the gym, in the hallway, because we had a, um, the bench. Our benches were like at the top, so people would like chair at the top. And I was sitting there literally for like an hour and a half. And I was just like desperate. I wasn't really crying, but I had tears in my eyes. He wasn't the first guy I really cried about. Um, and thank God he wasn't because he was really not worth it. But yeah, I had all these feelings. And then guess what happened after that? It didn't stop there. He still wanted to like talk to me for some reason. And then, um, we kind of like drifted apart, but everybody knew I liked him. So one time we were in art class. I can't believe I still remember this because I don't even have a good memory, but it's like, I can't believe I remember this. We were in the art class and... (laughs) We were playing truth or dare. And obviously, everybody, everybody, everybody jumped on me and said, like, truth or dare. And I did play the truth before. So, like, you can only play two truths, I think, and then you have to play the dare. So, I had to play the dare. And um, they were like, okay, so you have three choices. And you guys, I still remember what the three choices are. Okay, okay. Not going to believe this as a 12 year old, okay? The guy, and I still remember his name, Kenny. <laughs> um, Kenny told me, he's like, okay, you have three choices. One, you touch like his um, hair on his leg, like all the way up and down. That's disgusting, right? He was like, you have to touch his hair all the way up and down. His leg to his feet to his chest, like you got to go all the way over. Like, that was too sexual, okay? <laughs> and we had just learned about sex. So I was traumatized, honey. Um, and then he's like, the second choice you have to do. And he went from bad to worse, okay? He said, you have to touch his balls. I said, what the fuck? 
I've never touched balls in my life, let alone I didn't even know what the fuck they looked like. In my mind, they were like tennis balls. I didn't know. I I swear to you, (laughs) funny moment. I really thought a man's balls looked like tennis balls. I'm not even joking. I thought they would hang up pretty high, pretty round. You know, they were like a little bit hard. And then there was the dick. And I, I thought it looked like that. That's literally what I thought. I didn't know they were with Zaggy and shit. I didn't know and they were here. I didn't know. I thought they were perfectly round and they would just stand right next to the penis and they were like perfectly round and perfectly hairless and it was just like perfect. I really thought it was like that. Ugh, how far from the truth was I? <laughs> I mean, listen, I still like the shit, but it was not what I expected. So... I said, hell no, of course, I'm not going to do that. So this third option was like, the third option would be to kiss him. So which one do you think I picked? Of course, I picked the kissing one. And so I just like give him a peek like on his lips. Like, just I just did that. It was not a big deal. You know what he fucking did? He ran over the entire high school. People filmed it. It was spreading around not just our high school. There were other high schools that knew about us kissing. I was like, oh my God, is this such a big deal? It's high school. Everything is a big fucking deal. Especially when the good girl gets like with one of the bad boys. So everybody knew about it. The entire freaking high school gossiped about it everybody knew you know what he came to do after he came back to tell me you embarrassed me I had a reputation and how fucking dare you do that I don't even remember what I said I think I was just outstanding like I was like shocked I was like tongue-tied I was baffled I, I was like that, that that's the guy I liked what the fuck and then after that I literally stopped liking him because I was like what you're not gonna do is embarrass me and then after two years you guys no joke after two years (laughs) I was like 14 I started being feminine I started like having long hair like starting like shaving my legs because before that I was literally tomboy I didn't shave my legs I I used to play basketball with the boys like I literally looked like a guy and you wouldn't know I'm a guy unless like I had my high-pitched voice like you would be like okay that's a girl but if I didn't have my voice like because I was fucking flat I was flat from the bottom I was flat from the back I was flat from the front I was flat everywhere (laughs) so it was crazy because when I started being feminine I started putting like a little bit of rouge and I started putting a little bit of blush and you know, I started dressing more feminine-like, and I started having hips, and I started having a chest. Oh, girl, he came running all over me. He said, mm, damn, so I want to take you out now. And I said, hell, to the no. You had your chance, and now it's over. Bye-bye. <laughs> because if you really think that you can do all that bullshit to me before, two years before, and now you think you can get with me, Hunty, you don't know what you have coming. Ah, and that's the tea. <laughs> so, 
what I want to say is that was a very long story, but that's like a, a very good example. You know, I, w- I didn't know where I was going with this, but now I know. So you see how it used to be and then how I turned myself like when I was 14. That was the beginning a little bit, but I still wasn't there. I still, you know, had a lot of people backstab me. I had a lot of people treat me wrong. I had a lot of so-called friends that were pretending to be my friend, but then in reality, they would talk shit behind my back and I wouldn't know about it. And I'm a very loyal person. I will ride with you until the fucking end. But if ever you are disloyal to me, that's when I will cut you out. And I used to think, oh, well, it's fine. People like that, like you're supposed to be loyal. No, 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 honey. If they're they're wrong for you and they're toxic, you need to cut them out. And when I was selfless and I wasn't putting up for myself and I was putting other people before me, I wasn't happy. I was like, but I have all these dreams. I have, oh my God, why do I, every time I talk to my friends, they would tear me down. They would like tell me, oh, this isn't good for you. Oh my God, do you want to do that? Do you want to be an actress? Do you want to be a star? Do you want to be, oh my God, please be realistic. You're not that good. Oh yes, oh yes, my so-called friends would talk to me like that. Can you fucking believe it? But I didn't know. I mean, I didn't realize. And then when I was in my late 20s, well, not late 20s. Now I'm in my, now I'm 26. So now I'm in my late 20s. When I was in my early 20s, you know, 1920, there's so many things that happened that shaped me into who I am today. And the woman that I am today, I am a selfish woman. I'm more self-centered, though, than selfish. Let me tell you why. Because I still write for people. I still, I'm still loyal to people. I still support people. If you show me love, I will show you love right back times 10. But if you do me wrong, <laughs> I will do you wrong times 10, motherfucker. You don't fucking play with me. You don't ever, ever fuck with me. Capiche? Good. And that's when I started realizing that I have to put myself first because all these people that I thought were here for me, they were like cheering me on, they weren't really here for me. They were just here because they liked maybe my energy or they knew that they could walk all over me and I wouldn't say shit but I started saying shit when it went too far when the disrespect one thing about me is I don't fucking tolerate no disrespect I can tolerate a lot but I will not tolerate no disrespect that was the old me now there's not a lot of things that I can tolerate I don't tolerate disrespect I don't tolerate disloyalty I don't tolerate somebody who distrusts me somebody who stabs me in the back somebody who talks down on me somebody who's condescending I don't fucking play with that you don't play with me like that you don't play period and I had to learn how to be selfish and self-centered and make it about me because there is nothing wrong with making it about you 
Like, please tell me what the fuck is wrong with making it about you. This is what I don't like. That's something else I want to talk about is that people out there, a lot of fucking people will tell you, oh, well, you have to give back. You have to be like this. You can be selfish. It's not all about you. The world doesn't revolve around you. Then who the fuck does it revolve around? Who the fuck does it revolve around? If it's not about me. It's my life, isn't it? So guess what? I see life through my eyes. You see life through your eyes. So yes, the world does revolve around you. Because that's your world. That's your perception. That's your way of thinking. That's your opinion. That's the way you view things. That's the way you think. That's the way you act. That's you. Everybody is different. You, you can't pinpoint and you can't tell people, well, this is how you should be. Nah, motherfucker. Nah. That's who I am. I'm like that. And you're that way. But you can't come here and tell me how to fucking be and how to act. You, you, as you guys can tell, do you see how I talk? I talk, I'm very passionate. I'm very bold and I'm very like assertive and I'm like an alpha female. But because of the story I just told you, I was not an alpha female before. I was like little old beta. I was below beta. I don't know what, what's below beta, but I was below that if that's even possible. I didn't know how to stick up for myself. I didn't know how to talk. I didn't know how to give my opinion, although I had a huge opinion about everything, but I kept it all inside of me. You know what helped me? It's not my parents. <laughs> it's not my little friends. It's not that. Although some friends did kind of like help me, but they didn't shape me into who I was. It was all my haters. It was all the bad people. It was all the toxic people. It was all the backstabbers. It was TV. It was movies. There's a reason why I love, love movies and I love to watch TV and I love reality shows and I love personalities and, uh, well, big celebrity personalities. I love them because they shaped me into who I am. There's a reason why I always loved to act. Back Ever since I was four years old, I just, I loved it. I loved it because it just challenges me and it puts it helps me it's like my little armor in life when i can't handle myself and i can't handle myself around the world and around people it helps me and it bothers me when i hear people tell me and they say oh you're too much or you're too extra or you're too self-centered or whatever it fucking bothers me because you have to be like that. You have to be like that. If you want to achieve your goals in life, you have to be. If you have dreams, chase them, baby girl. Chase them, baby boy. Chase them. Fucking go chase them and grab them. Like Spongebob when he goes jellyfishing. He fucking grabs his, his damn jellyfish. Well, then pretend that you are Spongebob and you want to get some motherfucking jellyfish. Those jellyfishes are your fucking dreams. Chase them, honey pie. Chase them and grab them. 
They're your dreams. They're your life. Who, who, who is everybody else to tell you what the fuck to dream? Or who the fuck to be? Who are they? Who the fuck are they? Your parents, who the fuck are they? They're your parents, yes. But are they going to tell you and dictate you what you should or should not do? What to dream and what not to dream? What to achieve in life and what not to achieve? Nah, you tell them that. Do people fucking tell you who you should be? Oh, you shouldn't be selfish. Oh, you shouldn't be there. No. People don't tell you. People who shouldn't tell you who to be. You have to tell people who the fuck you are. You have to tell people who you are. Because let me tell you something. If you don't tell people who you are, guess what, sweetie? The world will tell you. And they will make you into who they want you to be simple as that so chase your dreams it's okay to be a little selfish it's okay to take care of yourself because people will step over all over you if you allow them to and it's fine to be a little selfless it's fine to give back but give love to the ones who deserve it because if somebody doesn't deserve your love and let me when i say they don't deserve it i mean like toxic people like you give and it feels like they're taking away your energy instead of like revital revitals oh my god the word revitalizing it instead of energizing you even more if you feel like that cut them out honey cut them out because you have to take care of you or else people will step all over you And so it's fine to be selfish. It's fine to be self-centered sometimes. There are limits, of course. You can't always be like that. But my point is, it's fine to be this way because you have to think about yourself. This is your life. This is your world. And I hate when I hear people say all the time, and they're very fucking contradicting, and I hate that shit, when they say, you have to make it all about you. This is your life. This is. But then they go around and they say, you can't be selfish. Well, motherfucker, do, do I need to be selfish or do I not to be, need to be selfish? Is it my life or is it not my life? Because if I'm not selfish, I'm going to make it about other people. And if I don't make it about other people, I have to make it about me. Like, what the fuck is that? It's very contradicting. It's very... Con- I think I don't even know what the fuck I just said, by the way. It's so contradicting that I don't even know what I just said. Like, you see what I mean? And so it's fine to be selfish. It's fine to be self-centered. It's fine. Because at the end of the day, these are your dreams. This is your life. And nobody else is going to live it. So do you want to wake up and chase your dreams? And make them come true? Or do you want to hold back and let other people dictate it for you? And one thing before I end all of this, because I forgot to say this a long, long time ago, back when I was talking about my childhood and how I was when I was like 14 and all of that. When I was 18, y'all, that's when I realized I have to start doing something. And guess what I did at 18? Guess what I fucking did? 18 is a big deal, okay? 18 years old is a big deal. That's when technically, okay, in quotes, I say you become an adult, And I had the choice to have a party, (laughs) have a huge party, or I wanted to have a tattoo. And I knew what the tattoo 
I wanted was. And it says, follow your dreams. And there's a cross next to it. Cross because I'm a Christian woman and I believe in God. And my parents are, um, you know, they're very, they're Middle Eastern Italian. So (laughs) you already know they're super strict. My mom had tattoos, so she was fine. She was like, as long as it's little, it's fine. The tattoo I wanted was like on my left arm. Um, How do I say this? Like underneath the palm of my hand and it was like written in vertical. So it was just a little follow your dreams cross cross symbol under my palm and my dad was like hail to the new so I literally had to like fight for this for a week and he was like okay well so it's either the party or your tattoo and I was like obviously I'm gonna choose tattoo so I had my tattoo done at 18 follow your dreams and I have the cross because God is always with me and I never ever 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 looked back on that tattoo and actually I really need to redo it because it's almost been 10 years and starting to fade but follow your dreams baby girl follow your dreams chase them and follow them and captivate them like a damn jellyfish and I have such huge dreams I want to be a star I want to be famous I want to be a movie actress I want to be in TV shows I want to one day perform. I want to do it all. I want to own a business. And I'm working on all of that shit. And a lot of people were telling me, you are reaching too high. And I was like, excuse me? Like, how can you tell me that you are supposed to lift me up? And that's when I realized that they were all below me. And that is not to say that, oh, they're bad people. I'm not saying that. But they are being cut out of my life because we are not on the same level anymore. We are not on the same level. I want to reach high. You want to reach low. That's not going to work, baby girl. That's not going to work. And so I had to cut them out. Not because they were toxic, but they were... We're just not on the same level anymore. And therefore, we were not going on the same path in life. And so I had to do that. Because it's not okay for somebody to tell you, oh, you shouldn't aim too high. And oh, you shouldn't think about that. Be realistic. Get yourself like a nine to five job. And like I do that, but I don't want to do that for all my life. I want to make it in life. Not just, I don't want to be famous just to be famous, okay? I want to be famous because I know I have fucking talent. And all my life, I have been suppressing that talent because people made me feel less. And not fucking anymore. I'm not doing that shit no more. I'm going to shine bright. And I don't give a fuck if that will blind you at the end. I don't give a fuck. Put some sunglasses on, motherfucker. That's not my fucking problem. I'm going to shine, I'm going to shine. Period. Does you, do you think the sun wakes up in the fucking morning and says, Oh my God, I am too bright. Nah, bitch. It still fucking shines. It is up in the sky and it still fucking shines whether you like it or not. And if you get too close to it, he says, Bitch, I will burn you. 
I will burn you. I will make you crispy. And that's exactly who I am. I am the fucking sun. I'm not gonna dim my light for nobody. And you shouldn't too. You should never, ever, ever dim your light for people just because you were too bright for them. Don't ever do that. So thank you guys so much for listening to today's podcast. I hope you got a lot of input because you guys know I will never be fake and I will always give you real, honest, unapologetic and blunt advice. And it's fine to be selfish. For everybody who tells you, oh, you too much, guess what, baby girl? Still keep being too much. Okay? So until next time, I will see you on Spill the Tea with Cece. Bye-bye now.